Why do you want to learn a new language? Where would you use it and how would it come in handy? This is what I'm asking myself every single day. Even if I'm not planning on going on a trip where I need to use a new language, I'm just like, my brain needs to stay alive. My brain needs to stay active. And there's only so many crossword puzzles I can do in one week. And that's why exactly. I just feel like putting my mind to the test would just be using Rosetta Stone to improve my language skills. And I'm always like idealizing Oh, I want to learn Francais. So when I go to Francais, I can speak French <laughs> with the person in You go to Quebec. <laughs> but really, I'm speaking I'm speaking on a like dream level, which is also great. Use Rosetta Stone to learn the language of a place you're dreaming of visiting. But also practically, it makes more sense for me to learn Spanish. And if I'm gonna learn Spanish, I'm gonna do it on Rosetta Stone. That's amazing. They've been the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users, and they have 25 languages offered. You have fast language acquisition because they immerse you in the language. There aren't English translations, so you really learn to speak. You listen. You think in the language of Rosetta Stone, and it has an intuitive process, so you pick up the language naturally. First words, then phrases, then sentences, which means it's designed for long-term retention. And the app has a true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation, like <laughs> having a personal trainer for your accent. It's very helpful, okay? That was good. That was good. Thank it's, you. It's convenient. There's an amazing value. You can get a lifetime membership and just have every single language, all 25 languages you can have for your lifetime, and you can just work through them as long as you're alive. That's kind of an iconic mm -hmm. goal to have. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Who Weekly listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash who. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash who today. You will Yeah. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. <laughs> and here's a tweet from at Film Updates on Twitter. Film Updates, one of the great websites. I mean, sorry, one of the great accounts. What? <laughs> one of the great websites. Who am I? Uh -huh. What is Film Updates to you? Film Updates is a great Twitter account. And they tweeted over the weekend, according to Deadline, Cinderella is currently leading the Oscars fan favorite poll. I I'm thought like, this was a joke, but I they included a link. This is very like the pop craze of of film updates tweets, you know, like I don't trust. Exactly. No, exactly. Or where are they getting this from? Like, did the Oscars release this information to them? Because there's no way to get this information, you know? According to Deadline, there are people who measure these things. It says that, so the Oscars fan favorite is a yeah, new category they introduced that this year. Is it the same as popular movie? Remember that catastrophe? It was a catastrophe. And this year, they really want to give up the rumor. The rumor, they want Spider-Man to have recognition at the Oscars. Then nominate Spider-Man for best picture, <laughs> you cowards. Who gives a fuck? Like, I'm saying it's so funny that they're like, oh, you know, we have to like create a new thing and hope that people vote this movie in so that it, people will talk about it when like you have everyone's voting for Camila Cabello. I know, but like figure it out, figure out how to get it in the nominations, you know, figure it out. They couldn't. So this was their plan B and it's turning into a plan C because Cinderella's getting Cinderella, all the votes. Yeah. When Camila Cabello sitting pretty <laughs> on your Oscar stage, you're going to regret starting this thing. You thought the fans would come out and vote for 
Spider-Man, but honestly, fans are going to go to the theater and see it, not go to OscarsFanFavorites.com. Guess who's going there? Camila Cabello fans. <laughs> and Zack Snyder fans. So you have two different types of fandoms. And honestly, neither one of those groups is very pleasant to me. We don't know if it's going to be Zack Snyder's Justice League who's going to win or if Camila Cabello's Cinderella's going to win. But this piece and deadline says... What if Amy Adams got says, her first Oscar and it was the Oscar? First of all, this is not even an Oscar also. It's not an Oscar. They don't get an award. They don't get an award. They just get recognition. Oh, I thought they yeah. would get a trophy. They oh my get God, some they sort of don't recognition. Even get an award. And then two people who like voted get to like be on stage and present it to them. It's literally the bottom of the barrel scraping in terms of like... Some something to zhuzh up the awards. I'm all for something to zhuzh up the awards, but there's got to be a better way to get Spider-Man in here, you know? If Camilla Cabello can mobilize her fans, we can mobilize ours. We should give the hooligans something to do. We should give them a directive. Is it Go Woman in the Window? Go vote for Woman in the Window. <laughs> I mean, it really... Please. I don't know. That really was the fan favorite. I mean, should we choose a movie we actually liked? Or do no. we just say... Okay. Woman in the Window. Well, I'm going to vote for Come favorite. On, Come On. Please vote for Come On, Come On. <laughs> it didn't get enough representation. I'm talking about like Jackass Forever, you know, which I love. That should be 2002. Fan okay, fair. You're right. Woman in the Window. First Next name, year's fan Bobby. favorite, as if this thing won't be freaking Email address. I'm going to write down my email address. State or territory, New York. You're going to go to the... Do you know you can vote 20 times a day also? <laughs> You can vote Apparently. 20 times a day? Yeah, it's like... No it's purchase necessary. A, it's literally a lost cause. Can somebody create like some sort of like computer program to vote 20 times a day for Woman <laughs> in the Window? Please. And every hooligan can download it to their computers so that we're all voting 20 times a day for Woman it's in the like Window. Seti. That would be wonderful. Yeah, just like SETI. Remember those screensavers that looked for I aliens? Do. I do. This I is do that, remember but, those this is that but for, for Amy Adams. Did you vote or am I the only one who voted? I voted yesterday, yeah. 20 times. <laughs> kidding I voted like once I should set an alarm every 30 minutes I have to vote for woman in the window for the Stop. next month month <laughs> we're like Timmy we have a something for you to do <laughs> Timmy new assignment let's move on to more who related stories what where did this woman come from the world's hottest I have, grandma I, I love her no so idea. much I'd never heard of this woman now she's, she's everywhere she's consuming she's, my life the epitome of an Australian who. Like, <laughs> Daily Mail Australia made this woman up out of the blue. She is as hooey as Steve Irwin's hot niece. Like, she is one of those characters. Yes, she's exactly you know, Steve Irwin's hot niece. They found this woman and they ran with it, you know, because she is running towards the camera at full speed and they're capturing mm -hmm. it, you know? Yes. Gina. Gina Stewart. Gina Stewart. It's not that crazy to be a hot grandmother anymore. Like, we've all no. seen My Sweets uh, Pregnant and 16. What, what? is it called? 16, 16 and pregnant, and pregnant. Mm -hmm. like we've all seen these sh like like grandmas can be hot and young and old and hot or just hot like you know what i mean well it's Isn't just it like crazy it's it's just she was first you know thrust into the spotlight in 2018 because she entered maxim's finest australia contest which honestly sort of sounds like maxim's equivalent of the uh, fan favorite poll but it was like it's open funny because to the you public. realize these things still exist you're like maxim's yeah. running a fan favorite contest in 2018 all right sure and so they invited a lot of women to enter as the you know finest australian like a normie non-professional model and a lot of young women entered like 18 year olds and she was of like course. you know what fuck this i'm hot i just happen to be 48 
I'm going to try to win. And that got a lot of attention. And she was getting headlines like, Grandma beating bikini models in contests for Maxim spread. And she kind of never went away. She just stayed relevant. She didn't win. She didn't win. But she got on the Maxim uh, Hot 100. Wait, she didn't win? She didn't win. She didn't win this contest? She didn't win. No, she just took oh part in the competition. God. Yeah, but she yeah. won the press because. But she beat out a lot of women to get there. Meet the blonde bombshell grandmother fighting off eighteen-year-old bikini models for the <laughs> coveted Miss Maxim 2018 crown, and she's never had Botox or fillers. No, she's never had Botox or fillers. So she just had one child when she was young, and then that her child, that child, child had when a child. That child was young, and she's forty-eight, and she's like, "I'm a grandma." Honestly, it's not interesting that she's a forty-eight-year-old grandma. I don't care, but she's really branding it well the branding you know? is good being the hottest grandma is good you know it is, <laughs> yes. it's it's good branding and she's running with it obviously gina stewart is a mother of four the eldest is 27 years old and her youngest is four so before this no modeling nothing you are a late starter aren't you always have been she's also a grandmother of one but that's not what makes her unusual what makes Gina different is she's all of those things, but also is fast becoming a modeling sensation, taking on thousands of girls half her age and beating them in the Miss Maxim Australia competition. Well, I didn't actually enter it. I had a friend send in a couple of photos to the magazine, and then I got an email saying, congratulations, you've been handpicked out of 10,000 girls. And I was just really surprised. So. I thought I would be knocked out in the first round, but I, I came first in every single round. When she was competing for the hottest Australian or the finest Australian, she said this. I love this. It's perfect, like, miscongeniality content. The blonde beauty said she hopes to win the competition so she can donate the $10,000 prize money to her friend who recently had a stroke. Wonderful. She says, quote, I'm only hoping to win to help my best friend of 30 years as she's had a stroke. If I win Maxim, I would be donating to her to help with her recovery. I'm just hoping to raise awareness for stroke victims. And then I guess part of the contest or someone at the Daily Mail asked her, if she could rule the world for the day, what would you do? And she said, nothing about strokes, nothing about health. She said, make it so that chocolate, peanut butter, and Nutella would all have zero calories. She needed a little levity to her stroke <laughs> comments. She said, enough about strokes. Let's, let's, mm -hmm. uh... Let's get a little gag in there about calories or whatever. Let's get in a, a classic dated calories gag. But she's back. So these are all old stories. She's back as recently as this week with headlines like, The world's hottest grandma, Gina Stewart, 51, says her beauty secret is sleeping naked as she bizarrely claims it enhances her vaginal health and keeps her young. I mean, she, to her credit, there's like very specific reasons why she says this. Like, her, she's not just like do it because it's sexy. Mm -hmm. She literally says <laughs> it's about releasing moisture during sleep. And Got it. she's okay. talking about her okay. vagina. Um, and underwear and can close to, it off. Yeah. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. a real, that's a real, that's a real explanation, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She also made headlines a couple of years ago because she joined TikTok and started posting like sexy content and they banned her. And she gave this wonderful quote, which was, I feel that, well, this Instagram did the same thing. I feel that Instagram has gone too far with freedom of speech. Gina She's Stewart. back on Instagram <laughs> though, right? Yes. Not on TikTok though. I love that she, um, she calls herself WHG instead of mm -hmm. World's House Grandma. She, it's very, it's very in, um in the spirit of when grandmas were like, call me, 
call me goo goo, call me gaga, call me Gigi. <laughs> don't call me grandma, call me get it. You know, and it's like, she's like, don't call me world's hottest grandma, call me WHG. 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 You're right. Oh, it would be that. WHG. What do Australian people call their grandmas? Is there a thing? You don't know the answer to this. I have no idea. I had a, uh, a childhood friend who, maybe this is a Texas thing, but I only saw it in one Texas family, called their grandma Bubba, which I always thought was, biz- even as like a five-year-old, I was like, that's weird. Yeah. Bubba. Bubba. Yeah. What do people call grandmother in Australia? Answers.com. Grandma, gran, nana, granny are all common in Australia. Okay, bitch, again, not helpful. All right, well, I guess that we don't have the answer to this. Maybe mm-hmm. Estelle will tell us if we ask her later. I was upset that there is another woman who's trying to brand herself as the world's hottest grandma, but in Australia, so she can't use grandma. She goes by world's hottest gran, and she's only 42. <laughs> and her name what? her name is Alice Vasquez, and she made headlines six months ago. You know, it's not about age, though. It's about hotness. Yeah. I guess they're you both know. hot. I'm just her, saying if it was world's youngest grandmother, then I'm ta- saying, oh, well, she's edged out. But we're talking we're talking WHJ, you know? WHJ. It's a little more subjective, too. It's a little and subjective, You can claim yeah. it. We have World's Hottest Grand celebrates birthday with wild, wild Las Vegas party. Alice Vasquez has celebrated her birthday with a wild party in Las Vegas, leaving people gobsmacked about her real age. She was 42. She's 42. 42. Okay. But she's okay. Australian, too? Just, it's not impressive. To be a young grandparent, I guess. I'm just saying it's really not. It's really not. And it's really not impressive to be a hot grandmother because you could be any age and be hot. And be hot. You know? And be hot. Sorry, back to WHJ, the original Mm -hmm. Gina. It's that that, uh, sleep naked thing is not even the first time she gave advice about vaginas. She said, world's hottest grandma, Gina Stewart, 51, admits to exposing her bare genitals to the sun in order to increase her sexual energy and to create age-defying youth hormones. Mm-hmm. She's sunning her vagina. Yeah, it's one of her. Uh, it's one of her tips. Yeah, sun your She's vagina, got... sleep naked. Yeah, all right. And you could be the world's hottest grandma. Should I subscribe to her OnlyFans with the Who Weekly account since we already have Anne Hage's? No, because we already unsubscribed to Anne Hage when we found out she made a a not sex tape. <laughs> it's a little. I more fear expensive. this woman's will be actual uh, explicit images, and I just don't want to be responsible for. Her. I don't need HR calling me saying you expose Bobby to explicit images of the <laughs> world's hottest grandma, and you're gonna, and you're Who's not HR? being fired. <laughs> Timmy, <laughs> is it you? Know. Is it your mom? I don't know. <laughs> I just I get a don't call from your mom. <laughs> HR does not care about you. Okay, Gina Stewart's Gentleman's Club is what she calls her OnlyFans. It has. Oh. Huh? Oh, she's got a lot. It's got 602 in- images, 138 videos, and 40,000 wow. likes. That's amazing. $5 a month. <laughs> Wait, this is great. You can see her captions, but you can't see the images. <laughs> Let me just yeah. read you some captions. They're really good. Okay. She's a good writer. Okay. Uh, caption from one minute ago. She po- she just posted. Wow. Star emoji, champagne emoji, topless on my balcony after a night out. <laughs> I love that. Okay. <laughs> and then there's, And then there's, don't you love seeing a girl hold her breast for you? For the rest of the photo set, unlock whatever, whatever, whatever. Oh, that's kind of a clunky. English. I love that okay. we're a podcast, so we don't even need to see these images. We just need the descriptions. Yeah, and then this, <laughs> right? You only need the descriptions. Do we? Don't you love when a girl holds her breasts for you? <laughs> don't you love when a girl holds her breasts for you? <laughs> Seeing a girl okay. hold her breasts for you, and then um, surprise, unlock today in your inbox for just twenty dollars. My latest video showing my boobs and pussy. <laughs> <laughs> You can't even say it. That's so funny. You can't even say it. You're not allowed to see it. You can't even say it. That is so funny. (laughs) Wait, last one. 
Don't you love it when a girl just wears a shirt and no panties? <laughs> Why is she asking the the same format? Don't you love it when a girl? Wait, and she's now she's dealing with weather issues. How is everyone today? Hot or cold? Oh, there was a it's storm. A hot, it was a storm. There was a hot. It's a hot summer's night where I am. I just came back from a walk down the beach in the moonlight, enjoying the breeze from the ocean. It's been a bit scary because I live on the coastline facing uh, where the uh, volcano erupted near Fiji. Uh, oh we had a tsunami warning. God. Scary times. Uh, and is she then the next in the photos? Well the or... next no, I don't know. Oh. We don't know. But the next one is feel... Perfect Pink Pussy unlocked my latest <laughs> video in your inbox for just $25. You're not just getting access to tits and ass and pussy. You're getting access to a life, you know? Yeah. A full life. I love that she's using it like Tumblr. Like she's using it like It's a blog, but there are also nudes. Yeah. Right, but that's very Tumblr, like image heavy, you know. Someone to rub sure. suntan lotion all over me would be amazing. 44 likes. Okay. <laughs> Enough about Gina she Stewart. Has way, she's way more popular than Anna Hayes' OnlyFans. <laughs> Anna should take some tips. Not that she should get naked, but I'm just saying she should take some tips. Maybe from the captions, though. The captions were great. Yeah. Like, I'm intrigued. The captions are making me want to sign up. That is Right. And we know you don't want to strategy. see this woman's genitals, so it's clearly something no. else. But it's just like, you know, I like her voice. I think she has a great voice. You like you should, you think she has a unique voice. Yeah. That's a nice. unique voice. Yeah. A unique okay, brand. Okay, what's next? Tell me about Tracy Ann Oberman's trip to a very fancy Michelin star restaurant, Lindsay. Former East Enders. You know, we always get confused by like East Enders, Emmerdale, all those like soaps or whatever. Yes. This is East Ender. I'm not even going to try and like be like, it's this one. But she played um, a character, uh, old Vic landlady Chrissy Watts. I'm just going to leave it at that and let you decide. Like, what? By the time I found out, it was too late. Well, you couldn't stop it. I tried to for a while, but just couldn't bring myself to end it. No matter who got hurt, no matter what happened. Well, no. It as was long just... as you were all right, as long as you were getting what you wanted. Well, Chrissy, I think that's about right How now. How do you know? You can't see a thing. What are you doing? All we need now is some tar and feathers and I'll drag you through the streets. Take a look, Kate. Take a look at your best feature. Old Vic landlady, Chrissy Watts, was played by an actress named Tracy Ann Oberman. And apparently, uh, this it got a few headlines. Former East Enders actress Tracy Ann Oberman slams pretentious restaurant after her husband accidentally eats napkin. <laughs> See, and it like seems like this is more on your husband. But then when you look into this a little bit, she did tweet these. These are tweets. These are from tweets. Um, my husband tried to eat the white thing. I mean, come on. Isn't everyone's napkin inflated with water and then served in a wooden medieval stone? And then she sent a photo of it. And I have to say. It's, it's funny. Pretty, it's pretty funny. It's like, it's like. But that's a napkin. Like. I, I know. Are you? She didn't try. He didn't try and eat the stone. Yeah, but that's pretty oh, clearly Oh, she thought napkin, that was the plate. She thought that was the plate and that that was like some sort of whipped something on it. But it's Let me a describe this to you. It's a stone <laughs> that's a, it's the shape of a square, like a uh -huh. cube. And it looks like a stone with like a rope tied around it. It's not even that cute, honestly. It's kind of gross. No, it's ugly. It looks, it's a little nasty. It looks moldy. It's ugly. And it has a towel, which is clearly a white towel, but I guess it's it's uh, cylindrical. So you can't really tell it's a towel at the, this point, but it is a white cylindrical puffball. And it's in the kind of uh, a, round, a round thing. And it's shoved into the hole in the center of this rock. Mm -hmm. So I guess he tried to eat it. Recent ish I was at a restaurant and they served something with like rocks as the base and the guy had to say don't eat the rocks and I <laughs> laughed a little and he said well he said you laugh but people have tried <laughs> 
So like, I don't eat I the rock the... sort of ruins the culinary magic, doesn't it? I like, know. And, and I said to our friend Ray, who I was eating with, I said, if you have to say that, feels like you should change up the rocks, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that really just like destroys the magic of the evening, right? Of the experience. Don't eat the rocks. Don't eat the rocks. It's like this amouge bouche <laughs> is like a blah, 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 blah. The most beautiful sounding delicious thing ever. Don't eat the rocks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Chip another tooth. So she goes, he eats the napkin thinking that it's some sort of meal, but it's no, it's the napkin. And she got very upset and tweeted, my husband tried to eat the white. Well, you you already wrote this. This is what happens when you apply a Michelin star or two or three. Honestly, at we want plates. So she's complaining about her meal. She tweets and tweets and tweets. She tweets at the chef. This is in Spain. It's at a very famous Spanish restaurant, uh, Baritzategui. Well, he has a few restaurants. People aren't sure which one of these restaurants it was, but it was it was one of the chef's restaurants. Okay, but that's his that's his name, right? So yeah. he's really famous. He has Michelin stars coming out the wazoo. Lo siento, MB. Your food was exquisite. Your presentation a tad pretentious, but your staff were so patronizing. It's a restaurant, not a church. Besos, kissy emoji. What do you think you pay that much money for to go to like? If you're paying, like, Michelin star money to go to a restaurant, it's going to be insane. Like, come on. I feel like the the staff may have become patronizing after she complained about her husband eating the napkin. Where then they started... They started doing the don't eat the rocks versions for all of her meals. You can't eat this. Don't eat At the utensil. At first I was like, you're right. Like the napkin is a little bit like tempting. I would try and take a nibble because honestly I'm trying to get my money's worth. So if I'm spending like 200 right. bucks for the meal, if a napkin comes out in a square, I'm going to say, mm, is that edible? I'm going to try. But then I switched to the restaurant side when I saw this photo. Scroll down and look at this photo and see what's going on here. You have an eagle eye. She noticed that in the background of a photo of – Another what? one of her peculiar dishes. What is that, by the way? It looks like, uh, you know what it looks like? It looks like a tiki cup. Like a tiki cup with um, uh, chips sticking on the side. But it's made from like charcoal and it has like chips coming out of it like their mushrooms growing out of a piece of bark. Anyways, yes. that's, not the, that's the centerpiece of the image. But in the background, you notice something else. You notice her husband holding, you know, a, 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 a hand of Uno cards. I, I don't know how else to explain it. He's holding five Uno cards. These four to five Uno cards. These two were playing Uno at the table. <laughs> they busted out their travel Uno at a three Michelin star restaurant after complaining about eating a napkin. I would serve a napkin, napkin too. You're playing Uno in my restaurant? Eat the napkin. <laughs> I cannot believe this. It's like, it's, I mean, it's as, it's, I know that it's not electronic, but I would, I would raise the same, uh, I would raise my eyebrow with the same amount of force if he had pulled out a Nintendo Switch. You know, like it's <laughs> the same. Worse. It's the same to me. That's truly worse, though. Pulling out a Switch and pulling out an Uno deck—that's equally atrocious to me <laughs> at a restaurant. I'd, I'd get mad if I was just at like a fucking pizza place. I'd be like, "Are you kidding me? Be present." I'm just cracking up that they're playing Uno at a Michelin star restaurant. It's like, (laughs) all right, (laughs) great. Unmentioned. She doesn't say that anywhere. The Daily Mail didn't even pick up on it, but she's playing Uno. Now the river was low and the boat wouldn't go, so we took out the you know, you know. Now Sally's first rate and she leads with the eight, but I can't follow suit, you know. The cards come my way, but Joe reverses the play. I could be here for days, you know. 
Then Fred shrieks, I win, with a smart aleck grin and says, It's only a game, you know. Dad? Yeah. You know, Deluxe You Know and Ono 99. Holiday card games from Valentine. Lindsay, why was Walter Skarsgård in our mentions over the weekend? I didn't even know he was, this was a Skarsgård to be in our men- I didn't even know that Walter was a Skarsgård. But he is. He's the youngest. He's the youngest one. You're obsessed with, you know, Alexander and Bill and Stellan. You're too focused on them. You forget about Walter. You forgot about Walter. He's out here. He is acting. He is the youngest. He's got a little bit of a way to go to catch up to the rest, but they are older than him. You know, he is young. And he was in our mentions because film up. Oh, my God. What the fuck? Yet again, film updates twice in one episode, twice in one episode. We're running film updates over here, but film updates. But they really did it. It's not really on them. They they were excerpting an interview magazine piece in which uh, Alexander got interviewed by Kirsten Dunst, right? Mm-hmm. And so yes. in that conversation, they say something. But film updates, <laughs> they quoted that. They, the quote was, if you need a scars guard for a movie and one of us isn't available, it's like, how about this one? Implying, yes, there's a lot of them. There's and a lot of them. And they made an image of four Skarsgård men. And the joke is that they chose, of course, Alexander, Bill. Mm -hmm. They chose, uh, what's his face? Gustav. Gustav. And then they chose Walter. And Mm -hmm. the idea, he retweeted that and said, it's hilarious that I'm here, but not dad. Meaning like Skellen. Stellan's the big one. Stellan's the patriarch. Stellan's daddy Skarsgård and he's not there. So are you giving advice to your, I mean, you have three amazing voice actors. Are you giving them, or did you give them any advice on how to like? I actually have four actors on this now. But uh, no, I don't give them advice. I don't interfere. Uh, I haven't encouraged them. I haven't discouraged them. From the age of 16, their lives are their own. And and if, if, if they, if I coach them as actors, or if I help them by getting them agents or opening doors to them into the business, if there's if they're if they fail, it would be my fault. I don't want that. And even worse, if they succeed, it wouldn't be because of themselves. It would be because of Daddy, and that would be horrible. It's yeah, Stellan. Stellan's not there. And then somebody, of course, you know, the us. tone is right. Added us. And then we responded, LOL. And then he responded, did I just get murdered? As it, you know, like, I, he's like, what's, he knows what's up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's clever. But he's, he's tweeting clever. out here all the time about his brothers. You found this, you found this other tweet. The one good thing that comes from me going viral is that every time a couple hundred people learn that a Scars, that Skarsgård isn't a common Swedish name, it's just our family. I'm here to educate the masses. He's like, <laughs> I no, didn't it's know. all just us. Every Skarsgård is know. just related to me, essentially. They're the only ones. To be fair. Because even Peter Skarsgård, Sarsgård is spelled differently. It there sounds are like oh, eight yeah, there of are. them. Stellan is, you know, productive. Walter's interesting because he is the youngest one. So far, he's been in a much maligned scary movie called Fun House. It's 0% on Rotten Tomatoes, but has an 81% audience score. So Walter tweeted, 81% audience score. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty funny. And he's already got Spawn, which I was cracking up about, but he's got Spawn in Swedish, which is even better. He's got Swedish Spawn. For clean drinks? Yeah, but I can't read you the clean Spawn because it's in Swedish, you know? But the thing about you were saying like, oh, he's he's going to be fine because, you know, he's a scars guard and he's an aspiring actor. Like, he's going to get work. If you're looking for a vaguely to like explicitly threatening Nordic man. Right. 
head to this family. All head to this them. family. They all have the same. It's funny because they don't all look the same, but they're all the same genre, you know? They're all the same genre of like your nightmares that you wake up and one of these people is standing over your bed and staring at you. It's like, you know, I, like, it's like if I'm the scary. mood for a chocolate covered raisin, I'd also take like a chocolate covered cherry or like a chocolate covered almond. Or like, peanut. Yeah, like I'm, I'm okay with whatever. Just put it in front of me. It'll do, it'll do you know? That's kind of mm-hmm. like the Skarsgård family. It's like one mm-hmm. of them is willing to step up. But out of eight siblings, only four are actors. The rest are like doing other stuff. One's a doctor. One's a model. Like their mommy. Yeah. Like their mommy, the doctor. Just saying. Yeah. Sam's a doctor. What up, folks? TV here and... That's right, man. I'm yeah, sitting man. here with Alexander Skarsgård's younger brother. What's your name again? Uh, Walter Skarsgård. Is Alex coming? No, unfortunately... You don't even have just... a watch. Why Why would you look at your It's, it's just like, oh, shit. I'm pretending like, oh, no, he was. He wanted to come, but he's, he couldn't Damn, make it. You are tan. Oh, my God. That's not that. even fair, though. Well, today I brought my friend Walter here. Uh, so you sure he's not coming? Let's talk about relationships. There's a lot of relationship news this week, um, and more than I'm comfortable with centers around the Baz Luhrmann Elvis biopic, which finally has a trailer and a poster um, and kind of you mean a pulse. The movie I forgot that about gave this movie. COVID to our number one star, Tom Hanks, and literally exactly. all of Hollywood because he's friends with everyone. So therefore, that's the center of the spoke. This movie changed everything. Are you ready to fly? I'm ready. 2020 or whatever was when we all learned that Tom Hanks got COVID and Sarah Palin was unmasked on The Masked Singer and I was in Los Angeles and this was on the set of Elvis, the Boz Lerman movie shooting in Australia in which Tom Hanks was playing somebody's manager. I don't even know. And I was like... At the same time as I was like very scared for Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson, I was like, what is this fucking movie? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And here it is. Here's the trailer for it. And it looks fucking nuts. It looks wild. It looks it, it looks a little out of time. And it. Well, it's like it out looks of time. like sort of a 90s biopic. It is out of time. Yeah. Yeah. It looks sort of made for TV in in like the like the production quality, but it also looks very expensive in Basel, Germany. I think that's because it's an impression of something you've seen on TV. Like he's doing like Elvis performances from television. I don't know, but uh, yeah, it looks. I mean, uh, it's it's interesting. It's a it's a Basel. It's got the glitz of a Basel, Germany. It's got that glitter, that Gatsby glitter. I think though, everyone's in a lot of bronzer. You know, the Gatsby glitter only Gatsby had leo at the four and elvis has austin butler and austin butler no offense to austin butler is not leo but i guess you know he's a rising star you kind of want a lesser known person to he play also elvis has in to a movie play like young this. to old in a way that i yeah. think is like no one else could really pull off that isn't actually like in the middle you know mm-hmm He's playing, Tom Hanks is playing Colonel Tom Parker, who seems like some sort of ma- managerial figure for Elvis. Yeah, I think uh, he's like the, the guy who did it, who made Elvis, essentially, is what they're, yeah. is what they're saying. And he's top-billed alongside Austin Butler. It's not even just like, basically, who's the, it, Boz Lerman is essentially top-billed, but, but everybody else is also there, too. And he is playing someone from the Netherlands. So Tom Hanks is doing an accent in this trailer, and a, a real accent. Classic Tom uh, Meanwhile... Hanks. Why are we talking about it? Boz Lerman, them, Tom Hanks, them, Austin Butler, current who? Austin Butler has a new girlfriend. Austin Butler has a new girlfriend, right? Is that what we're talking about him? No. 
the person who was playing Elvis's first girlfriend in the Elvis movie um, is Natasha Bassett, and she is now dating Elon Musk. Well, Austin Butler dates Kaya Gerber, and they've been dating for a second, so that's like uh-huh. of note, I would they're say. Still Kaya yeah, Gerber they're still post Jacob Elordi is dating this guy, and he used to date. Vanessa Hudgens for a really long time mm-hmm. and that's how long I knew about him other than the Carrie Diaries which he is in which is a great show. You have some nerve standing there with your sparkly bedroom eyes and your cute floppy hair. Do you have a problem with my eyes? Yes. They're too sparkly and inscrutable. They're just annoying. Are they bothering you? I just said they were. Everything about you is bothering me. Oh, is it? Back to this. Elon Musk is dating, apparently, or his quote-unquote new lover, says Daily Mail, which is the weirdest way of saying anything at all, is an Australian actress named Natasha Bassett, who's 27, and who, quote, will appear as Elvis's first girlfriend in upcoming Presley biopic. Dixie Locke is the name of this woman. I feel like Baz Luhrmann really did a... Australian local central casting situation here. So it's not surprising (laughs) that a random Australian actress I've never heard of is playing his first girlfriend. Not that that's a big role, but I'm just saying, do you know what I mean? Like, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, And apparently Mm -hmm. somehow she also met Elon Musk and they've been dating because she was spotted on Elon Musk's private jet. You know, she also played Britney Spears in Britney Spears lifetime movie, Britney ever after, which I never saw, but I do remember your family has filed to make your father your conservative. They will appear before a judge and ask that he be appointed. What does that mean? It means that your father would help make decisions for you on your behalf. Healthcare decisions, uh, finances, family. Is that true? You can't do that. Why do you want to control me? Everyone wants to control me. Honey, it's temporary and just a way we can help you. I can take care of myself. Those Lifetime biopics, they always like get so much attention. But when, you know, you got to put, what is the, what is the, uh, what is the, the phrase when you put something to the something, when you put the sound like me, blade, what? blade to the pedal to the metal, blade to the board, pedal to the metal. I'm That's not, not qu- quite sure what I'm trying to say, but what I'm trying to say is they get so much press, but when it comes right down to it, I never actually want to click play. No, and you the know? thing is, I don't actually want to watch Britney. Everybody after. wants to see the impression. But nobody actually mm-hmm. wants to see the film because they know the film will be bad. So this girl mm-hmm. played Brittany. It got a ton of press because they had the photos of her with the shaved head. They had, mm-hmm. you know, uh, blah, blah, blah. But this The photos this, of her first, like, annulled yeah. marriage. But this movie was dismally reviewed, says the Daily Mail. So it's irrelevant and nobody cared or saw it. Plus, I this came out in... 2017 which was before even britney got interesting again or before while britney you know, this is not even interesting you know what it, i mean it, this is just it came out before we were having like actually meaningful conversations yeah. about the conservatorship so it's like if you leave that out then why am i watching your movie yeah. you know like but the daily mail is why obsessed do I with her dating elon musk in a way that's pretty funny um they have an article, who is Elon Musk's new Australian girlfriend? And then my favorite article, so what attracted actress 27 who played Britney Spears to 172 pound, bil- billion pound, is that how you say that? 172 billion pound, 50 year old Elon Musk. They're being <laughs> cheeky here by giving his net worth and saying, why would this 27 year old be attracted to this 50 year old? 
Well, and Lindsay, then in the article has more information. Like, not his money. It's so funny. It's so funny. Stunning 27-year-old Natasha Bennett. Sorry. Stunning 27-year-old Natasha Bassett, who is dating eccentric billionaire Elon Musk, says she has fallen for the 50-year-old's brains, not his bank balance. Okay, so it's it's brains, not beauty. A source said, quote, I love this source quote so much. Quote, Natasha has been seeing Elon for some time. They were friends first and only became romantic after he split with Grimes. She's gorgeous and could have had her pick of men, but says she adores Elon because he's so smart and interesting to be around. You know, I don't buy it. I don't, I I don't, I guess maybe it is that he is very confident and I could see the way that he talks about what he sees that's for why the future of like I the thought, world is can be pretty interesting. Well, but, also ugh. it's like, that's why him and Grimes were such, so well suited. It's like, who cares about money? It's like those two could talk about like something that I couldn't even begin to understand for hours. They could talk right? about crypto for hours. They, right? a, they could talk about like CGI crypto, for hours. They could talk about like planets, you know, and shit like that. So it's like, it is, that makes sense to me. The Daily Mail is playing like, how could this random 27 year old actress like, be have anything to talk about with Elon Musk and it's like I'm sure they could figure something out (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but apparently him and Grimes are actually broken up if he's hooking up with an actress you know yeah but it it makes you're you're right like Grimes I could see as someone who like wants to be a cartoon character that lives in a computer like yeah aspirationally I could understand how their conversations would make sense right I have yet to understand what Natasha Bassett is like you know, on a on an interpersonal. Well, luckily for you, Mike.com has five things to know about the Britney Ever After Lifetime star. Let me give you them. Right? What are the five things? Born yeah, in please. Australia. Got it. Romeo and Juliet. It's not a fact. I guess she was just, she auditioned <laughs> for it. Okay. Mm-hmm. She loves to bake. <gasps> oh, she loves to bake. Great. She also writes and directs. Oh my God. Multi-hyphenate. She had to learn to dance. Is that number five? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's one of the most disappointing five things to know I've ever heard. One of them is just Romeo and Juliet. Uh-huh. People Magazine also had a things to know about Natasha ba- Bennett. Should we see Bassett? if it's any Natasha better? Bassett. Should we see if it's any Let's see better? If it's better. Okay, here we go. Number one, her love, her love and respect for Spears runs deep. Okay, that's a good fact. She doesn't share Spears' dance background, which is the Mike same as she can okay. dance. Her first role was a big one. Ugh, it's about Romeo and Juliet. Okay, okay. She's also a writer. Okay. They, wow, they took director out of this her resume. Likes, and number five, ready for this one? Mm-hmm. Like Spears, she promotes girl power. I'm actually a director, she says. So being able to work with a female-driven team on Britney was inspiring. Oh, so they split writer-director into two, and they turned being a director into something aspirational inspirational like spears she promotes girl power i cannot believe that was written in what 2017 damn damn absolutely useless information thank you everyone for this <laughs> i do like your little uh rude caption here there's a photo of austin and kaya on the street looking at each other and Lindsay writes looked fun <laughs> and I, I was being rude because i pulled out a photo in which they're both like just not smiling but then absolutely I miserable. through the photos go to click on this e this um e-link right here the, the e-link okay and tell me if i'm about their Valentine's I feel like Day? I'm not, I feel like I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt by looking at all these photos, and yet 
Okay, the first photo, they're both holding little coffees and uh, they each have a little baggie of Tell a pastry. Tell me they don't look miserable. She's pointing at something and he's sort of like, I can't stand it when she points stuff out to me. The next photo, she's pointing at something else and he looks up, just straight up upset. In the third photo, they're walking as though they, they're they actually not together. They're just two random pedestrians on a street. Um, in the fourth photo, it's the same vibe, they, but they look more miserable. In the fifth photo kind of normal the fifth photo is sort of a normal paparazzi shot she's in sunglasses he's sort of posing sixth photo they look actively angry with each other um and the seventh photo yet more anger and irritation i don't have to keep going through them they look unhappy i'm just saying i'm scrolling <laughs> through all unhappy. these photos and i'm like not one photo like usually you get one like quote loved up photo at least one where it's like oh they're laughing or she made a joke or he made a joke or something like that mm-hmm. like really there's not one photo in which Unless there were more photos and we got a photo at it that's rude. But like, wow, you know? Focusing on the photos, though, may have been a problem because I missed how funny some of these captions are. Uh, I'll read two of my favorites. One of them says, be my Valentine. Quote, Austin had his hands across the table and it seemed like they may have been holding hands while they waited. The eyewitness said, (laughs) it seemed like they may have been holding hands. That's a new one. And then the last one. A walk to remember. With snacks in hand, the pair were spotted heading in the direction of a local park. I think we should not use a walk to remember in in captions about yeah. Is uh, it about a girl current who dies? loves? Right. Yeah. That's yes. true. Mm-hmm. Let's maybe not do that. So You know, I've tried lots of things to get me to go to sleep in the past, you know, few years. Just a little bit of just a little bit of a push. You've got your melatonin, you got your various things, but I've found that of all the things, a little bit of CBD, a little bit of CB distillery, that's getting me goes a long that's way. getting me conked right out <laughs> and and sleeping through the night. It really is. I love CB distillery. They have not all their products are for sleep. Some That's are for true. relaxation. But like, I love the sleep ones. They say, shh. Those gummies they sent us, I was in a chill vibe all day when I took two of those. They're good ass <laughs> gummies. They're good ass gummies. No, you were. You were like, you were like, I took CBD earlier today and I feel chill. I'm like not operating heavy machinery on those things. You know what I mean? I'm in a good place. Heavy machinery? <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> you said heavy machinery, which is good. I like that. I know what you meant. <laughs> CB Distillery's targeted formulations are made from the highest quality, clean ingredients. They all caps the clean, which means you know it's clean. No fluff, no fillers, just effective CBD solutions designed to help support your health. In two non-clinical surveys, 81% of customers experienced more calm, 80% said CBD helped with pain after physical activity, and an impressive 90% said they slept better with CBD. And I'm among those 90%. So if you struggle with a health concern and haven't found relief, make the change like we did to CB Distillery. And with over two million customers and a solid 100% money back guarantee CB Distillery is the source to trust. Hooligans have a 20% discount to get you started. Visit cbdistillery.com and use code WHO, W-H-O, for 20% off. That's cbdistillery.com code WHO, cbdistillery.com 
Who Weekly is brought to you by Squarespace. As usual, we love Squarespace. We love Squarespace. It's the only way we will ever have a website. (laughs) Is Squarespace. You're right. Because it's easy. Because I can update it very fast when things go crazy with tour announcing, which we might have to do relatively soon. Might? Uh, Might? You said, we just came and saw you. I said, well, this is a, this is a 365 podcast. We're planning ahead. Everyone's, everyone's doing live shows these days. So all the venues are getting booked up. So we have to book our tour, which is far away pretty soon. But we already know we already know the dates. We're ready to update the website on Squarespace. And we also already know how to put them on the website, which is like half the battle because it's Squarespace. Exactly. And we've done this for a long time. And it's very, very easy. We love Squarespace because... It's very easy to update things. We love Squarespace because we have a contact form, which is the way most people get in touch with us. Even though we have a very easy to remember email address, which is what's read up to at gmail.com, people would prefer to just use the contact form on Squarespace because Squarespace is easy. And on our website, it's easy to find our press clippings. It's easy to find embeds of the podcast. It's easy to find anything you need to know about our podcast. So go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your website, go to squarespace.com slash who to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. Shanna Mokler and Matthew Rondeau. <laughs> That's a great topic. These two are cursed because this, this is, is really like cursed. Dark. Didn't he just try like, didn't he almost like buy an engagement ring recently? Like why he is did. this happening? He did. TMZ. What's <laughs> so funny that you TMZ has photos of him at like at like Zales, like picking out an engagement. No, he's ring. at Tiffany. Oh, that's yeah. rude. He's at Tiffany, but it's Who very cares? It he was called like, the Paps. It was like Courtney got engaged to Travis, and what's his Matthew Rondo went to Zales in the mall. Like it's very <laughs> like, and he invited the photographer to take photos of it. You know, he's going to Pandora. He's going to Pandora. <laughs> Uh, Matthew Rondeau is Shanna Mokler, or honestly, I think it's Shayna, because when I was watching Celebrity Big Brother, the one episode I did, they were all calling her Shayna, and I was like, am I, have I been wrong oh, this whole time? Oh, and God, no- we've been wrong. But also, no one's correct. No one knows, so it's fine. Whatever. Shayna so Mokler. Shayna. Shayna Mokler is um, Travis Barker's ex-wife, who honestly has been unfairly brought up every single time that couple does anything for a while now it's kind of a bummer and i'm sure she's absolutely sick of it but also for a while she was a also while, on a reality sh- show with him and her family so i'm she, not sure she was totally sick of it until it became negative you know yeah well i think it's sort of it sucks for her because for a while she egged them on she wanted the attention for being the ex and like she wanted the attention for shading courtney and travis but it clearly seems to have reached a point where she's like, wait, this sucks. This actually, I don't I don't like this anymore. No, literally. Um, because it's nonstop. And she had to get herself kind of a young, hot boyfriend, that's Matthew Rondeau, to like every time that she ran into paparazzi to be like, I love my boyfriend also. Like, I also love mm-hmm. my boyfriend. He's but really hot. There is. They've been off and on for a while now. And she went to do Celebrity Big Brother. And while she was in the house, uh-huh. I guess... According to sources, he got, quote unquote, jealous of Lamar Odom, which is the the most ridiculous excuse. And he used that time while she was away at, quote unquote, camp or whatever, summer camp, to essentially just dump her, I think. I think he was just Mm -hmm. like, I'm over this, you know? And then she unfollowed him on Instagram. Well, the reason that he got upset, according to the sources, is a little funny. It's because she was using, like, pet names and language to Lamar that he was used to her using on him. He found so it she disrespectful. Was like, 
helpful. You're using the our flirty language. You're using our love language with another man. <laughs> I think he I wanted an out, and he found himself one. And while yeah, she was gone, one. and also this is even well, what's funnier, he gonna do with that ring? The much maligned Telly, Teddy Mellencamp, who by this story you can see exactly why nobody likes Teddy Mellencamp. She went on mm-hmm. her podcast and she said. Shayna's boyfriend, who I didn't tag in any of my photos, slid into my DMs. Let's oh my just God. say, Shayna, when you get out of the house, if he hasn't told you anything, you need to call me, girl. Oh, my God. I know. Teddy Mellencamp, wow. not a friend to women. Teddy Mellencamp <laughs> saying on her public podcast, Shayna, call me, girl. You know how to reach her. You could call her first. Get her number. It's like, oh, check. why does no one like Teddy Mellencamp? It's because she's, like, despicable. <laughs> Matthew, I cannot wait to kiss your face tonight on Valentine's Day. What's going on? Have you been able to talk to him? Have you been able to see him? Yes, yeah. Um, he was the first person I saw when I came home, and it was so amazing to see him. You know, being in that house, that was one of the things that got me through those those long days and nights was, you know, the moment I get to see him again, reunite with him. Look, I like to go to you before anybody else. You know, there are reports that you've unfollowed each other and that there's some some drama going on. Can you set the record straight? Um, sure. Right now, um, I haven't been on social media. I have had someone uh, running my social media for me so I don't know what's going on there but um right now um everything is good and we're working on things and we're in a good space and we're just gonna move forward and uh see where things take us moving on we have a new masked man we have a mystery man a new type of mystery man and that mystery man is a masked man um and it's not just a normal uh like KM95 I love it it's like a it's a cutie like almost heart-shaped face it's a balaclava uh, with a heart-shaped mask. hole. It's, it's a balaclava. Cute. It's very cute. Lizzo went to Craig's with a date or a man. Who knows who it is? But he was wearing a heart-shaped balaclava, and they got photographed leaving Craig's. <laughs> what I like is that- No one knows who he is. No one knows who he is, and no one cares, but he is a great accessory for her Valentine's Day look. Yes. You know, they match. He's, you're right. He's an accessory. Whether or not they are dating is almost like irrelevant, mm-hmm. you know? But no one even cared to identify, you know, like even the Daily Mail wasn't like, email us. Like they didn't care. She's posing with arm candy, but like the truest form of arm candy. Like you are an extension of my outfit. <laughs> Literally, that's what I'm saying. I feel like he was like a purse. Mm-hmm. He's a purse. Um, we have no details on who this masked man is. I've just never seen this before in my life. Email what's Rita up to at gmail.com if you want to if tell you know us who Lizzo's this person is. Man. Yeah please. Uh, here's a segment that we've cut three times in the past. Let's do it again really, really quickly because every time we talk about it, it's so boring and we drone on okay, and on first and of on all, no, we, we haven't cut it. cut it three times. We cut it one cut it time and then we cut it again when it involved the different couple. But ne- like we cut Francis and Riley, but then mm-hmm. we cut Francis Bean Cobain and Riley Hawk and then we added Ryder Hudson and Iris Apatow to this segment and we cut both of them. So now we've cut the two of them once, but one of them twice. Well, one time we cut the segment from the doc without recording it and I'm including <laughs> that in the three. Okay. So <laughs> we wow. Said, Let's Incredible. skip over this segment. So what what's interesting about this and why are we cutting it? It's boring, but it is interesting, but it's boring. It's interesting for the reasons that I've now said a couple of times on mic and just uh, all over text or, you know, chat with you. Um, Kate Hudson Sunrider, her oldest Sunrider, whom she shares with the guy from the Black Crows, Chris Robinson, is now dating Leslie Mann's youngest child, Iris, not Maud, Iris. And I was like, that's such a weird, funny match. And you responded to me, that makes perfect sense. Who else are these kids meeting? And I was like, wow, that explains the Riley Hawk 
and Francis Bean relationship too. It's like these relationships make as much sense as two random high school kids. I mean, the you know, Ryder Hudson, together when they're 18. the Kate Hudson Apatow is a little bit more just, oh, we probably went to the same prep school or like met at a party. Mm-hmm. But the Francis Bean Cobain to, uh, Riley Hawk one is more interesting because they're a little bit older. So they're like in their 30s. They're not like meeting at a high school prom or whatever. And I think that their relationship is thematic, which I absolutely love. It's like Tony Hawk's son and Kurt Cobain's daughter is like a perfect like grunge inspired, like beautiful, you know, mixtape of a relationship. It's like the 90s are back. Yeah. <laughs> the 90s are trendy again. And like, that, truly. that formed our relationship. Truly. And not even because I think they even have anything in common in terms of like, like her parents are a mess. His, pa- his Tony Hawk, I think, is a pretty steady resource but or like you know a steady I don't think I don't think of him as kind of like as messed up as like her parent her parental situation Mm -hmm. right so that's not what I mean they have in common they just have a vibe in common yep uh uh, it's in their DNA right that vibe meanwhile would you want to be Kate Hudson's oldest son (laughs) I wouldn't I wouldn't want to be Kate Hudson's oldest son but I would wreck my life to marry into Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell's family. <laughs> I would find a way to do it. I if I had the opportunity time. to marry into that family, I would do it. Yeah. Okay? I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. If and I also, could just like show up in the back of Kate Hudson's Instagrams, like in their big ass house, just like chilling true. on the couch. And if you're the other Apatow, like the not euphoria Apatow, you're going to have to like make your way a different route, you know? Cause right now your sister who just got her own episode essentially on euphoria is kind of taking up the spotlight. Here's a Maude Apatow story. I was at a restaurant on Friday night and the there was a big party of six, seven, eight to my right in a big booth. And it was, there was an older person and an older woman. So I think it was parents and their kids, but the kids were all like in their 20s, 30s. And one of them, I'm going to assume this is important to the story, a bro presumably straight man, Presumably. was talking about euphoria uh-huh and he goes the only the part of the conversation that made me turn and start listening more was when he goes Maud Maud Apatow it's a breakout role bro <laughs> I swear I swear to God he said it's our breakout role bro honestly you could have slid right in there and gotten into that convo I was like did you hear that <laughs> it's her breakout role bro Everyone's talking about Euphoria. I couldn't believe it. That's so fun. No, it really does bring... Pretty funny. It really does bring everyone together. Like, if that's your commentary on it, then I love it. I absolutely... I do love that. I love that. It's a breakout role, bro. I love that. Other happy relationship news. Simone Biles is now engaged to Jonathan Owens. So that's cute. They got engaged on Valentine's Day. The thing about Simone Biles that I kind of love... He's a football player. Okay. He's an NFL player. Love that. Okay. But something I like about Simone Biles is she's one of those... um, I feel like this happens with specifically sports celebrities over acting music celebrities they seem like incredibly normal when they're not like playing on sports. the field or yeah. in the olympics or whatever <laughs> right, like right, Simone right, Biles right. who's like like right. one of the greatest you only one of get the one of Dennis Rodman of a generation is what you're trying to say like Dennis yes. Rodman is rare that type of character is rare he was a real he was a sports star and like a superstar in that like celebrity freak way yeah but it's like you think of like who's another incredible athlete like oh we were just talking like Michelle Kwan. Every time people start talking about Michelle Kwan again, like whenever the Olympics, you're come, reminded it's just she's like, I'm just with normal. my family. Yeah, I'm just with my family. Mm-hmm. And we have Simone Biles, who's just like 
so in love with this guy and posts like posts like a local. Mm. She's like, the easiest, yes. I can't wait to spend forever and ever with you. You're everything I dreamed of and more. Let's get married, fiance. She just, it's cute that someone who is the best at their field is just like a normie at right. the end of the day. Right. At the end of the Well, especially the day. after um, their, the main part of their sports career is, let's say, over for Michelle Kwan, yeah. let's say. Did you just yeah. go back to being a normie? They've been together since 2019. And the reason we know that Simone Biles and Jonathan Owens, the reason we know that is because Biles has been liking his Instagram since 2019. And I think this was um, L discovered this. Uh, they went through all of her Instagrams and they found that since she liked his Instagram in November 2019, she has liked every single one of his Instagrams that's after that. That's what and a good like, girlfriend that's does. That's, that's journalism. That's the job of a girlfriend. And, Just and he claims, do you believe this or not? Because, you know, he's very busy as a football player. He claims he didn't know who Simone was when he met her Liar. in 2019. I think that's a lie, right? Well, I mean, men don't pay attention to gymnastics as a rule. <laughs> okay, maybe that's true. Maybe he's being serious. But come on. He didn't know how famous she was. Get a Give me a break. Speaking of somebody I don't know is famous, <laughs> who is this? Iggy Azalea is dating a Lakers guy? Is he a thing? Malik Monk. Is he famous? Yes. Is he a good one? He's famous-ish. I don't want to speak to his like fame as a, a Lakers player. He's got. He was selected number eleven in the draft. That's like high up the list. No, based on the stats that I've seen, he's a good basketball player. You don't need to call us and tell Lakers. us if he's good. I don't care, honestly. It's but like he's dating it's Azalea, like, Kelly. Is... I don't need your boyfriend to call. You know. Yeah, right. Don't tell your boyfriend. Nah, it, yeah, Kelly's like, honey, is Malik Monk a good player? <laughs> Well, actually, uh, he was, but he's not anymore. Right, 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 uh, right, give right, me the right, number. Right, 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 right. So he's dating Never Iggy Azalea, which is everything I need to know about him. But the thing is, he has been thirsty for her for many, many years. So if you look back at her old Instagram posts, you will find him. Like there was a photo of her in a, like a sexy gown on the red carpet with like a leg out. You know when like leg out was very trendy? Yes, the and leg out. Jolie leg out, we know. And he, he the commented, is out. need, need. And then there like was a photo the of her dress or the leg? Need. Like her. I think her leg oh, and okay. whole body. Usually you say Maybe need the whole when body. it's like you want the look, you know, like the outfit, the, the item. He wanted the person underneath the look. Uh -huh. He wanted the person, you know. Uh -huh. Then she posted a photo of herself posing with Tyler Henry. Hold the phone for a second. Tyler Henry. And she wrote, Tyler, I miss you. I hope you're good. I'm thinking of you. And I can't wait for my episode of Hollywood Medium this Wednesday. P.S. My grandpa's doing much better. And... Malik Monk responds, uh, like, sobbing emoji, sobbing emoji. Is it sobbing or is that, like, wailing? That's the wailing emoji. I think that's, like, when you're cry laughing, though. No? But there's no tears. He's just wailing. He's mm. like, oh, oh, <laughs> when he's... P.S. My um, grandpa is doing much better is really good. <laughs> Do you know that Tyler got another show? I didn't until you paste it into the doc. I, I hate they it. They gave Tyler a show where he has to now read normies, which is funny because Tyler's bit is that, I don't know who the celebrity is. Ah, who are you? But now. I dare you to read a normie, Tyler. Now he has I dare to you read to read someone you can't Google. Normies. Now he has to read normal people. Normal Half of Tyler's whole scam, people. excuse me, it's a defamatory, alleged scam. How is that defamatory? Is that because I saying something untruthful about his business i don't but know but you I'm are not sure. rent, but okay fine you are not but you want half he's of gonna, what i perceive he's gonna sue you to be for a saying scam. magic isn't real okay fine <laughs> half of what i believe to be a scam is him saying oh 
I've never heard of you, Khloe Kardashian, and then saying things about her life that are on the internet. Okay, but that's what I'm saying is now when he has this new so show on Netflix, how is he going to do it? Apparently he's going to do it because he got the show, and I'm going to watch it probably. probably. I'm probably going to watch probably, it. Probably, probably. My favorite thing about this story, I don't have to talk about Malik Monk's brief like non-scandal with Michael, J- Michael Jordan, but when I searched for Malik Monk, I found the funniest, uh, what I'm going to call a peek through the looking glass essentially sports a website i've never heard of my heard of in my life took the literal alt take that we took incredible essentially sports.com who is malik monk's new girlfriend iggy azalea incredible. i was like that's the greatest headline i've ever read we in love my it. entire life we love that now we know how the boyfriends live we that's love how that the boyfriends live. they're like who is iggy azalea <laughs> must be nice to live in heaven <laughs> how about a straight couple the boyfriends don't know about rachel ziegler and uh josh andres rivera who this played is great chino because chino killed Story. her boyfriend <laughs> chino killed her boyfriend chino killed her problematic boyfriend Let, no true like this is like west side story spoiler alert who cares you come on you know what happens in west side Story. You know the same happens. thing happens in romeo and juliet come on get out of here anyways Chino has a crush on Maria, takes her to the dance. She's like, nope, I'm hanging out with Tony. They fall in love. Chino, misunderstanding, kills Tony. Oh, no. Then after the movie ends, Rachel Ziegler, who plays Maria, dates Chino. (laughs) I love it. What else is there to say? Also, He's great been in, like, way to uh, but West Side Story. Great way to steer away some attention to places that don't deserve it. (laughs) Right? Yeah. They're Good cute. You, also, Rachel. they're cute. And he's cute. They're cute. And she's Good cute. Good for you, Josh. We love it. If you've been following Rachel on Instagram for a long time, you know that they've been they've been flirty for months and months and months. So this is not surprising yeah. to and me. Guess what movie he's in next? Cat person. Cat person. That's the that's the The big based on the cat person. Yeah, the based New on the story. essay. Connor Kennedy is dating a new person, and that person's name is Julia B. First of all, we haven't heard the name Connor Kennedy since 2011 when he was dating Taylor Swift. He literally disappeared in between those years, according to me. Well, he started dating Damon Dash's daughter for a while. I so love he dated that. Damon Dash's daughter for a while. But I, you didn't know that when it was happening. I had to backtrack no, and find that no, out. No, 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 okay. Because no, 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 I was no, like, no, no, no. I was like, what's Connor Kennedy been up to since he dated Taylor Swift? First of all, he looks completely different. He's aged like many years uh, in spirit and I think in also in appearance. Um, mm-hmm. And since then, he dated Damon Dash and Rachel Roy's daughter, which is hilarious because she's obviously like an influencer Ava model. Dash. Incredible. Mm-hmm. And now he's dating one of the a pretty famous Portuguese singer. Which is crazy. Brazilian singer. But she's big in, sorry, she's she's Brazilian, but she's big in Portugal. She has yes. like a bunch of And her origin story is uh, upsetting, to say the least. (laughs) Yeah. No, it definitely leaves something to be answered that I don't want to know the answer to, you know? During Rock and Rio in 2017, she went with a friend to Maroon 5. This is before she's famous. She went with a friend to Maroon 5's dressing room to take a picture and ended up singing She Will Be Loved, a Maroon 5 song, with the group members. After receiving praise from the band's guitarist, Mickey Madden, for her voice, it spurred the artist on and she decided to drop out of law school to Uh... pursue a music career. 
uh, 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 a, a little moment of irony. Connor Kennedy just started law school at Georgetown Law. Is that true? Yeah. When you search Connor Kennedy, people also ask, what happened to Connor Kennedy? And how old was Taylor Swift when she dated JFK? <laughs> God, that reminds me. The people also, also ask can be so bleak. Yesterday I was Googling Age of Adeline, don't ask. And <laughs> Wait, what, what about Age of Adeline was, did you have to Google? I was just Googling for the release date. I was oh. like, I couldn't remember the actual release date, God, so I Googled fine. it. And I was texting I was texting with our friend Caroline about Age of Adeline because we both think Age of Adeline is a perfect movie. Anyway, uh-huh. the people also ask was, is Age of Adeline based on a true story? <laughs> <laughs> is it? No. Oh. No, it's not. <laughs> How old was Taylor Swift when she dated JFK? <laughs> God, what a great question. That's a great question. It's just funny because it's like, it's like Taylor Swift dated JFK. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) She went back in time. (laughs) Everything wrong with that one. She went back in time. She threw her hat in the ring, her little hat, and she dated JFK. Anyways, the other funny thing about Connor Kennedy, funny, I mean, I think it's great about Connor Kennedy, is that he was charged with disorderly conduct in December of 2017 at a nightclub, but he was defending a gay person, and that's gay rights. Mm. That's gay rights. He defended a gay person and got into a fight. Right. I don't condone physical violence, but you know what? He was defending a gay person. Yeah, we do. I think someone said a slur, and he was like, don't say the slur, and then yeah. he beat and then someone he out. Put his, he put his money where his mouth is by fighting. A-Rod ran into Madison LaCroix, but they didn't speak. This was a Hollywood life story from yesterday. Okay. A- Alex Rodriguez reportedly runs into rumored ex-fling Madison LaCroix, but importantly, when you click it, you get this part. Though reportedly, neither Alex nor Madison's reps responded to page six's request for comment. Their sources confirmed that although they didn't exchange pleasantries, they, they 100%, 100% saw, saw each other. other. <laughs> okay. Um, my queen, Alex from Chopped. I'll never be able to say, pronounce her last name. I was going to say, you know who these people are. My queen, Alex from Chopped, split from her fiance, Michael Castellon. Are they They're both, broken up. Are they both judges on Chopped? No, no, no. He's just kind of a normie. He oh. like, works at a restaurant. Is she the mean judge on Chopped? Yeah, she's the mean one. Oh, yeah, I love her. She's mean. So here's the deal with the ice cream machine. It's really very simple. It's just hard when you're under pressure. Yeah. So God bless it for being a simple experience. We've got a few buttons. Off. Extraction, which means we're going to take it out. Production, which means we're making ice cream. And cleaning. So literally, it's just a matter of turning this dial. She went to a restaurant, was like, this steak is the best steak I've ever had. Like, tell me more about the chef. And the chef was this guy. And they started dating because she loved his steak. That's a great reason to ask about the chef. She loved his steak. I never thought to do that. She said, your steak was delicious. So, but the funniest part about this story, not that it happened to Alex Guaroncelli and Michael Castellone, it was a Closer exclusive. Oh, my Closer Weekly got the God. exclusive. And he said, Why? Because she's over the age of 35? Like, oh yeah, I think so. Yeah. He's the one who gave the the, the confirmation to Closer. Oh. They, they're very proud of their exclusive. And he goes, uh, wishing her nothing but the best, Michael, 39, exclusively tells Closer in a statement following their breakup. And I looked here. Closer exclusives, other closer exclusives in the carousel underneath this. The cast of MASH reflects on their 50-year friendship. Alex Guaranchelli and Michael Costellone split, call-off engagement. All Doris Day ever wanted was to find love through heartbreak. Oh, my gosh. She's like, what? 
We can zip through this. Iman Shumpert did a 25 things on Us Weekly. It was very clearly him doing it. Like, uh, there's some fun stuff. Number one is I Love Honey Nut Cheerios, family size. I thought that was Spawn, but it's absolutely not. Uh, another thing I thought was Spawn, but absolutely not, is my favorite drinks are ginger beer and pure leaf lemon tea. I was like, well, it's not Link, but is he a brand ambassador for pure leaf lemon tea? No, he just loves it. Incredible. He just loves it. There was, however, Spawn in A Day of Our Life on Us Weekly which went to Tarek El Moussa and Heather Ray Young. Uh, and that spot oh, was really dark. Ra- Imagine living a day in that life. That's like, that's hellish. That's op- That's the opposite of being John Malkovich. That's like, never. I would never pay for that. You know what I mean? The spot is quite dark. It says 6.25 a.m. We wake up, get the kids up, and fed, and take our puppy, Bugs, out. B-U-G-Z, says Heather. Quote, the usual morning craziness. When Tarek wakes up, he likes to have a Celsius instead of a coffee, which uh, is a kind of healthier energy drink. Uh, and I was like, have I mentioned, have they mentioned Celsius on their Instagram before? Oh, I'm sure yes, a Lindsay. Times. When they went to Las Vegas, the real Tarek El Moussa posted a photo drinking Celsius. And in that carousel was the photo where Zac Efron's posing next to Amanza. Mm-hmm. And that's why we talked about Zac and Amanza because yeah, it, was it was Celsius, Celsius spawn. spawn. But none of them were holding the drink in this photo. Or maybe it's in the carousel because I see No, it's in the arrows. carousel. It's in the carousel. Oh yeah. my god! The opening photo is Celsius Spawn, and the third photo. Tarek knew that using that photo with Zac Efron would be like the photo that got everyone talking, and then got exactly. him exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It well, was clever, both of these actually. images are liked by Timmy. So what's going on, Timmy? <laughs> <laughs> Lil Huddy changed his name to Huddy. <laughs> he dropped the Lil. He dropped the Lil. That's all we have to say. Uh, the funniest thing on this website, this Irish website. A follower commented on one of his posts saying, dude woke up and didn't want to be Lil anymore. He's just Huddy. <laughs> He's just Huddy. Wow. Yeah. Incredible. Mm-hmm. That is exactly the right amount of time that uh, a TikToker demands on this. Podcast. I know. I'm like, what else is there to say? Moving on. Scott Eastwood got in a fight with Shia LaBeouf and Brad Pitt had to stop it. Why is this coming out now? This happened on the set of a movie from 2014. Because Scott Eastwood said it in a recent interview while he was promoting his Amazon Prime movie with Jenny Slate. That's why it came in out. In which now. he's truly the worst in the movie. Yes, he's the worst actor in the whole doubt. movie. Okay, so yes. he said, he was giving an interview, said, oh, I got in a fight with Shia LaBeouf. Well, it's easy now to say I got in a, bu- a fight with Shia LaBeouf. Like, you come out looking mm-hmm. good. And Brad Pitt had to step in and break it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. All of that was alluded to when Brad Pitt was doing press for that movie, the Tank movie. He was like, "It's rough. It's a r- it's a rough shoot. It's yeah, rough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at these. It's a lot uh-huh. of it's a lot of men getting mad at each other." Um, let's just move on to Rita. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Rita's on the cover of Elle Spain. She looks great. She's mean mugging She looks a like little. Rita. Yeah, she's reading. Yeah. She looks like herself. Yeah, she's reading. She does look like herself. <laughs> it's a good cover. This is the most important Rita story of the week. She I mean, got there's a tattoo. not much going on here today, but yes, that's the, this is the most But important. she went to this, I guess, trendy tattoo artist because she shouted him out and was like, I'm so happy to get a tattoo from this person. But she got a tattoo from this artist and so did Taika. But they're not matching. That's what I thought was so funny. And I liked it. They like went to get tattoos together, but they're not like a matching or couples tattoo. They're just yes. different tattoos. Hers is like just a flower because she's Rita. 
his is insane. It's the name Jane across his fingers. And you're like, oh, is that his kid? Oh, is that his dead mom? Is that his aunt? Is that his sister? No. It's believed that the tattoo was a reference to the character Jane Foster from Thor Love and Thunder, which Taika directed. Are we which is sure Natalie about Portman's this? character. Are we sure about this? He got a character from Thor tattooed on his knuckles? It it means a lot to him. It made him very, very rich. <laughs> I mean, the Thor sure, movies. Sure, but you know. So we are done. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly. We will be back on Friday with another episode of Who's There. Call in at 619-WHO-THEM to leave questions, comments, and concerns. Support us on patreon.com slash whoweekly for bonus episodes, commentaries, a newsletter, a Discord server, and more. We just did a commentary on Marry Me. It was, I think, well-received. I think the people really loved it. And they said, wow, finally, a reason to watch Marry Me. (laughs) Exactly. Thank you to Katie and Eric of the Who's for providing our Rita theme song. Thank you to Timmy, our research and editorial assistant, for researching and editorializing. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. We love your ratings and reviewings, and we'll see you on Friday. Bye. Bye. You will say that. Yeah. 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 They want to know. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Hey. I want to be famous.